like my weed sticky and my women thick as seas. Hey, they say they impressed and I'm only improving. Everything said I'm investing, improving. I'm seeing this chip, I feel like been eluding me fluently, getting my point across. Hearing me like a location, get money just like a donation. Why we got this weed in rotation? I'm a hundred D beats, flash. All that I need, cash. I'm so unique, that. Shorty, she need that. I'm off a shroom, faded. All of they view, jaded. Looking at that hourglass figure, make your way to my room, baby. Words popping off the screen. We got it popping, look my team now. The opposition wanna be us, like we Lord Sweet, baby Jesus. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of Comic Nerd Rave. I again am your host, Austin Lynn. Joined by my co-host and two good friends, of course, Ty Dalu. What up? And Zach DC. What's poppin'? I'm Zach. Yeah. Um, also, if you guys liked the song that you just heard, that was Drastic by Chazzy K. So go check that out. It's on all music platforms right now. Um, music video out now on YouTube. Also, there's a music video out, which is phenomenal. Check that out on YouTube. Um, yes, sir. So, so yeah, so also we're up on Twitter now, guys. So if you, you have to follow us, yeah, follow us. Uh, it's at nerd underscore. Uh, and, uh, you know, there we're talking about all the theories and all the stuff that we're talking about on some other content and all that fun. Definitely give us a give us a follow. And uh, also. We're gonna have a, a friend of ours on the show. Uh, also in the music industry, but. He's a massive Marvel fan. Um, George goes by Curious George, so he'll be on next week. The GOAT. Um, the GOAT, yeah. We love him. He's, uh, he's over on the East Coast, but he's coming, uh, he's coming to visit the West Coast. So, so that'll be fun. That'll be fun to have him on the show. Uh, moving right into it, lots of news this, way, this week, guys. Like, lot, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. There, there has been a lot to take um, in as well. <laughs> There's been a lot to take in, a lot to talk about. Uh, let's start off with uh, the few teases we got this week of the Snyder Cut. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm hyped. What a gem! I'm hyped. I, you know, I'm seeing a lot of stuff. A lot of people are, you know, too crazy about like the the color scheme and and all the the darkness. Obviously, now the Snyder's back. It's it's a lot darker again, of course. Uh, but I, I love it. I, I loved, I love. We got our, our first look at at Dark Side, bro. Uh, we got our, our first look at um, possibly Jared Leto's Joker. That's gonna be a, a part of it, right? That's gonna be dope. That's. Gonna be I've dope. seen a lot of different um, people have mixed reviews about the Snyder Cut coming out, and right. I don't know. I'm just trying to have. I'm, I'm some. I just, I'm trying to have an open, positive mind about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to be positive. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Would both of you guys agree that we're not trying to eliminate or f- like completely erase the original Justice League? We are just trying to see the new one. I don't know. It, it depends. Because honestly, like I feel uh, like I'm, I feel like you can't just I, pretend I am, like it didn't happen, and neither can the company. So, and I don't think they're trying to pretend like it didn't happen either. So, but that, that's me personally. You feel so? I don't know. I, I. F- I feel like if it does well enough, they'll they'll replace it canon wise. That it'll Zack Snyder's Justice League will will take the place of Zach, of the theatrical. I hope so. I hope it's as good as we're expecting it to be as well. 
which I'm sure it will be, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Ty Dollars, what do you think? I'm just, I mean, the word hype does not even close. <laughs> Doesn't like, even close like, the distance. When, like, I tell y'all I'm hyped. Like, oh, I'm so ready for the Snyder Cut. And I hope it does become the primary canonized version of the DCEU because, I mean, look at the first trailer we got not too long ago. The very first thing within the first two seconds, you see Dark Side. That right. changed the game right then and right there. And then the fact that, and Austin, you kind of filled me in on this, is that they allowed Zack Snyder a budget to come back and do reshoots and rewrites. Oh, yeah. So many things that have never done before. And not just cinema history, but like in history, like that's like, I don't know. I'm just excited. I agree. If everything is is true that he is saying about his version and what it was originally intended to be, then this is going to be a whole new movie, and I cannot wait. Right. Uh, I, I, yeah, agree. I, I, agree I agree with that as well. Um, I, I think we'll save more because uh, we are going to have a upcoming special Snyder Cut episode yes, um, that uh, we'll have a very special guest. Uh, very excited to have uh, the managing director of Cinema Blend and also the author of the release the Snyder cut book, which like details the whole like journey of how this thing started. This whole thing started, you know, on social media with the fan base. And like you guys said, it's it's a really historic thing. And so he wrote this book. Um, It's, you know, it comes out March, March 1st, and it's already like super popular. And uh, so, yeah, that's super exciting to to have him on. We'll kind of save more stuff for, for that episode in the upcoming weeks. But uh Segwaying into into the Marvel Cinematic Universe before we get into the absolute insanity WandaVision of episode six. WandaVision, yeah. Um, let's real quick talk about Super Bowl Sunday. We got a new look at Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, sir, we did. Yep. And holy shit, am I excited for that? <laughs> um, first of all, like that straight up looks like everything looks like it should be in theaters. It looks like it really does. Like, I mean, it's the best straight up by far the best looking TV show I've ever seen. And I haven't seen it yet. Um, and then also like, I mean, it's, I, I just love, it feels like a, like a born type, you know, espionage thing. I just love that that feel for, for those two characters. I got that vibe uh, a lot as well. And it made me really, it made me more excited than I was before for this series because especially after WandaVision and the sort of, uh, you know, like almost slow burn type of, ooh, slowly right. are we like approaching the right. climax? Like every episode, we're inching closer mm-hmm. and closer to us. At, at Which least, is great. At least thinking we know what's happening. But I, I love how the, this mm-hmm. series is going to be you know, a complete 180. Yeah, face. 180 in your face. The opposite. Yeah. It's gonna be. It looks like all the smoke. Lots, lots of action. action. Lots yeah. of exactly. It, it looks. It looks like it's exactly what Marvel needs to kind of break up the monotony of you know some of the stuff that's been happening. Because well, I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Because but you know even now with like the Wandavision, it's a little. You know what I mean? It's not, it, there's nothing bad about it. It's just um, 
it's just not necessarily what we're, what we're used to with Marvel. So I feel like this would uh, will close right. the gap a little more and and make a, make other people kind of see the direction that they're going. And it's not just you know, yeah, right. And, and yeah, I think yeah, like you said, it's going to be a good breakup. I mean, and also when you think about it, um, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier was initially intended to come out before Wandavision. Oh, yeah, so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would have. You know, so I, I think, uh, but I think it works. You know, they're going to introduce the multiverse and then take us back to reality for, for a good yeah, second. You know, exactly. And, um, but man, I just, I just love the Bourne feel that, that, that show gives off. Like I, I love the Bourne movies. So <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm absolutely stoked for, for that. Ty Dollars. Uh, I mean, same. I mean, I don't really have much to say. I mean, other than it looks phenomenal. I love the comedy aspect that looks like they're going to throw in. Right. They're going to have, you know, not just a single hero such as Iron Man or Thor or Captain America. It's going to be, you know, a pair and a duo. So we get to see those characters kind of vibe off each other. So, you know, and the fact that obviously, like you guys touched on that, it has a movie budget. So I'm, I'm. I'm really right. excited for that. I can't wait. It looks phenomenal. Yeah, if, if it's one thing that Disney oh, yeah. does not lack, it's the funding. Right, it's, it's, it's the funding, cool. which is cool which is amazing. That. I love it, especially <laughs> whenever they're buying up every franchise I've loved since I was like five or ten. So this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, true. And and quick quick news, yo, Tyler. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, the uh, The Last of Us. Is getting a series on HBO Saw Max. That. Really? And uh, you know who's going to play Joel? Did you hear who's go- who's going to play Joel? Ty Dollars? I didn't even you're hear gonna, about the show. Dude, you're going to love it. You're- oh, I can't wait for you. We're going to get this. Re- get ready, ladies and gentlemen. The live reaction. Because I first of all, I need to premise. I'm doing this. a little drum roll on my chest. The Last of Us is right. <laughs> the Last of Us is like one of Ty Dollars' fa- the first one is like one of his all time. He raves about this game. He loves rightfully so, yeah. rightfully uh, so. Easily, I will yeah. have to say, and I'm confident in this answer. There's a lot of great video <laughs> games out there. You know, I love the Call of Duties, even though they kind of get repetitive. Skyrim's up there, Halo. like all of them, right? But I, I honestly Halo. think, yeah, I mean, Halo and Last of Us are my top five easily. But Last of Us is one of my favorite video games. The second one I thought was one of my least favorite, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, uh, well, it's getting a series on HBO Max, and Pedro Pascal yes, will, will be playing the role of Joel. No. Yes, sir. No. Yes, no. yes, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same. I, I was, I, it's, I had it's nothing. The silence. I, I, it was like, you know, I love it. Loss of words. I love and then, it. Don't, don't, Bro, don't yeah. also have a. No. Y'all, y'all are messing with me right now. There's no, no way. So have a. I'm no, sorry, I forgot the, uh, the young actress's name who's going to be playing Ellie. Who's the same one from Game of Thrones, who played a. Uh, right. Uh, was, that, was a, was, that wasn't killed a, the, yeah killed the what is it, the bear or something or I can't remember, bro. I can't remember. Yeah, Game of Thrones was so long ago. But they, who, I, for, I forgot I the, her name. It. I feel really awful right now. Yeah, I, I watched it with like my roommates for a while. Whenever when I come was off it Arya like, Stark? No, it was um. Winter. Was it a Targaryen? Was no. she a Targaryen? Oh, dude, I can't fucking remember. Jesus um, Christ. Sorry, but ugh, yeah. 
Whatever. There's they have they haven't they, it looks on. like they have a pretty good duo uh, uh, coming up together. Wow. Right. It's Pedro Pascal and um Bella, Bella Ramsey, Ramsey, that's who it is. Okay, yes, 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 yes. And, and right. So and uh I don't know who who she was. Yeah, whatever, we got her name. But yeah. she was in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, Tyler, it's um, dope, bro. You're gonna, you're gonna. I, I feel like you're gonna love it, and we haven't even got to see more. Oh, yeah, yeah, just because Pedro Pascal alone is in one of your favorite video right. game iterations I mean, of, right. man. And my, now this is the interesting thing. I heard this show that The Last of Us will take priority for Pedro over. I heard that too. Season three. So, I don't know what that means. I, I think that's a little expected because I, I don't know. Just personally, I thought that like they're gonna well, s- not necessarily like uh, like take him out of the Mandalorian or anything, but I think they're gonna start, in my opinion, right. branching out a little more with the Mando and possibly right. even adding new people to start following in the protagonist role or something. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. Right. I agree. And and also too, it's a, it's a question of really how much is Pedro in the suit and how much is he doing the voice work? You know, in the exactly. <laughs> so it could it could really not be that interfering, especially if you know. Most likely, it's a stunt. Pretty much, yeah. That's suit, that's also know? a very great point. Um, but um, speaking on that subject, but real yeah, quick, I must say though, in the the episode, the tragedy when Tamara Morrison was actually doing all that, oh. Applause to him. Oh, that was phenomenal. Oh, oh yeah. But I feel like he, bro. He sounds like he's been waiting his whole life to get back into that Star Wars role. Like he was more than prepared when they oh, bro, called he him. Is he was like, fit. yeah, exactly. exactly. They were like, hey, uh, would you come back? Um, I'm already like he was already on the set. They he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, can you come grab the gate. You know, <laughs> just come grab the gate real quick. I'll be right in there. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Bro, what's funny is I actually, not too long ago, I watched an interview with him, and when he heard that mm -hmm. they were doing the sequel Star Wars movies, and they were doing, like, these animated episodes and all this, and it was, like, getting bigger, like, he straight up even said, he goes, you know, it was about that time I figured I'd pop my head in and say, hey, remember me? Like, and I started dying laughing, (laughs) and then... And that was before the he even I came to the Mandalorian. I love it. And then that's where they picked him up from. And I was like, I was shocked at that. You know, when we got to see him in the armor for the first time since the 80s. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Not to get off subject. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. Hey, listen. Star Wars is never off Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> it's never off subject. And that's why people tune in. They love um, the banter, okay? We just talk straight. You literally. Know. Oh well, one division. If you pointed this out show, you know, this little Easter egg right here, if we just did that the whole time, people would be like, "All right, <laughs> chill." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of one division, <laughs> going to get ready. Segway. Segway. Yeah, buckle the. Buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> um, I have, I have. Dude, so where do we start? Say. I'm gonna just start. Let's just start. Let's start with the beginning. Best intro of the of the of the series so far. So my child, so. my, my childhood show um, of choice. Uh, so here, just just to add to that banter part, yo. So I'm probably watching American Idol season four or five. I can't recall, but <laughs> I was watching mm-hmm. it. Long story short, I ended up cracking my head on a hardwood floor while watching it because I was getting hyped. Had to go oh, to the hospital wow. uh, just to get everything checked out. I was fine, mm-hmm. but in the waiting room. Yes, sir. Praise God. But in the waiting room, 
I was Malcolm the Middle was on. And I was like, what, what is this show? With Frankie oh. Muniz? I was like, what? And it was, looked funny. And from that day on, <laughs> I was a fan of Malcolm in the Middle. So whenever I, whenever I heard like yep. intro music, saw how they were doing it, even throughout the entire episode with like the characters doing the somewhat fourth wall monologues and all that, it, it was very well done. Even, uh, right. even uh, Quicksilver kind of taking on the role of uh, not Reese, but a uh, Francis, the oldest brother type of thing with uh, Tommy and Billy. Right, I right. It was very well done. The, very well right. Done. Oh man, my my childhood flashed before my eyes. I I I really was. I I'm, I was so impressed with how they did that. The the '90s. I mean, they just like you said, Malcolm in the Middle was one of my favorite shows too. Growing up, you know, and I just I loved I loved everything about it. The, when when the two boys you know break the fourth wall and talk directly to the audience, super and mischievous just, and everything. Even the yes. awkwardness, yeah, the awkwardness of some situations. You know, like even between uh, Wanda and Vision, there's tension. Well, see, the kids like mom I, and dad. I like that a lot fighting, too because you know? it was uh, kind of around. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like reading into things too deeply, but you know, this is kind of what this show is all about. So. Uh, I love like the dynamic this episode between one division that kind of shows like, hey, marriage marriage isn't all you know cupcakes and butterflies and rainbows, right. you know. Because for example, Malcolm yeah. Middle was one of the first shows I can recall where it kind of showed how um how marriage isn't necessarily easy in a cakewalk. It showed like it showed like yo like straight up look, mm-hmm. wives and husbands fight. You know, it's hard to raise children this this and this it really it really started yep. to uh i think evolve from the 80s and 90s especially the 90s to the early 2000s where it was more common to show uh you know the the, the not so stereotypical uh happy family you right I mean? the, like right, the perfect right. family and i thought that was exactly. very good uh to display especially with even some of the interactions between like wanda and uh quicksilver so i thought i thought it was amazing i thought it was amazing. oh yeah totally agree Totally agree. But. Um, Ty- Tyler, I know Tyler's been holding in. He's he's every time I talk to him, you know, since he's seen the episode, he's like, "When are we doing this podcast? When are we doing this podcast?" <laughs> so, Tyler, you're free. Oh, be unleashed. <laughs> oh, Bring it bro, on, Papa. The chains are coming <laughs> off. Unleash the beast. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, before I do get right into it, I I will admit I never saw Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, <laughs> so that's why you were so yeah, quiet. I, I was just listening to what y'all said, but I will say a show I did watch when I was young, um, even though I didn't realize realize how uh, cheesy it was until I got older, was Full House, and that's where I recognized mm-hmm. last yeah. episode's intro because that was basically what they copied. Exactly. Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, um. So I do have a lot to say. I'm going to pull up my notes real quick. <laughs> okay, so starting right off the bat, did you guys get the kick-ass reference? Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I love After, it. I, I think I was talking yeah, to you, were, yeah, you, Zach, today. About that Evan I, um, Peters being in kick-ass, I didn't right? realize. Right. I didn't realize Evan Peters was in kick-ass. And I, I caught the reference, obviously, because I knew Aaron Johnson, the the previous and dead MCU Quicksilver. That's the funny thing is uh, it was flipped for me. I didn't realize that he was that the uh, Quicksilver that passed away already in the MCU universe was in mm. Kick-Ass, but I knew Evan Peters was. Right. So I didn't fully. 
I didn't fully right. understand the scope of that reference until until you had put it together for me, and I was like, oh wow. Yeah, I love that. I love yes. that. I will admit, I didn't get, I didn't catch that until I watched it the second time through. Um, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, she said kick ass. That's 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 a cool mom right there. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, getting into Quicksilver, I will say. And again, this is just a theory. I'm a hundred percent convinced that Quicksilver is Mephisto. Oh yeah, the same. Ooh, I'm excited because I, I have a differing in opinion. I just want to say that now. So okay, this is perfect. This is so perfect. Continue. Sorry. Good. Oh, you're good, bro. You're good. Yeah, let's talk about it. That's what we're all. Yeah, about. so explain. So I I have five major points that really concreted this idea that he is Mephisto or if not at least someone else having some sort of influence. But I really think it's mm-hmm. Mephisto at this point. Um, five reasons being, um, <clears throat> first, he gets defensive when Wanda asks him what happened to his accent, and then he goes, what happened to yours? Like, very, like, snotty. Mm. Like. The second is um, he talks about Wanda conjuring up all the kids throughout, and he's like, this is very impressive. And he goes, Mm -hmm. it's a long way from giving people nightmares and shooting red wiggly um, things out of your fingertips. And I possibly think, I mean, I know Wanda can mess with people's heads, but I don't recall. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't recall her giving anybody nightmares. So this. Well, real quick to add to that, Hmm. I, I, I don't, I could be wrong. My theory was that I, I took that as. The Quicksilver that he knew, or not the Quicksilver, the Scarlet Witch that he knew, the Wanda Maximoff he knew, in the Fox universe that possibly we didn't see, or whatever universe he's from, that's how she acted. Mm. That's who she was. She was the villain, which in the comics, she is a that's villain. That's a good point. And a hero. She, well, you know, she goes actually, back and forth. Actually... Well, all right, damn. Actually, actually, I'll wait till Tyler's done with his his list of his points because I, I really I really <laughs> want to talk about this as well, especially after hearing what you guys have had to say. So I'm sorry. Continue, Tyler and Austin. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries, I'm just getting yeah, excited. No so I think I'm gonna um, say something. Go ahead, and I'm like, oh wait, I, I just, need to I stop. Just I need to wait to, and hear everything to, first. Right. I needed to add that because I would forget if I did. Because uh, that was good that you brought that up, uh, Tyler. That he mentions how impressed he is with everything and 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 you know the that's yeah because like you said i scarlet witch in in this marvel universe never gave anybody nightmares and shot well i guess age of ultron but i don't know if she gave them nightmares yeah. she just controlled their mind um yeah. exactly man so and that i mean and i was gonna say it may be a little bit of a stretch but i was thinking if it was mephisto that kind of sounds like his the stuff he's talking about so when he talks about giving mm-hmm. nightmares and red mm-hmm. wiggly things out of his fingertips, he's actually not talking about Wanda. He's talking about himself. But again, that's a stretch. That's mm. a theory because nothing's proven yet. Um, yeah, I like that. I um, like last that. three things is he goes, he says, uh, he goes, if I found Shangri-La, I wouldn't want to leave either. Um, he And then when mm-hmm. he appears dead to Wanda, like we saw Vision, but instead we never saw his version of Quicksilver die. We only saw Age of Ultron version, right? So, and then when she like looks right. away for a second and goes back, he doesn't go like, "Are you okay?" He goes, "Are you okay?" Like, like he's like kind of like the mm-hmm. way he says it. If you rewatch it, it's kind of eerie. And 
the last thing yeah. I will say is um, Wanda gets extremely mad when he goes, your dead husband can't die twice. And he says it in kind of a chuckling manner. So I think he's really not who he right. says he is. And I possibly think it's Mephisto, but that's yet to be determined. I'm surprised. you. I, I got to add on to that list real quick. I'm surprised you didn't catch mm-hmm. that. He, uh, he straight up calls her kids little demon spawns. Oh from my goodness! And uh, and for me, that was wow. that was the smoking gun. I was I was like, oh, that's oh, wow. he's Mephisto. He said, "Demon hell and spawn." I can't in the believe same I didn't catch that, bro, because I was still kind of focused on him being that cool uncle role model figure. You know what I mean? Wow, right. that blows my mind. Right, but it, and he says it in a very playful manner. He goes, "Come on, yeah. you little demon so, spawns from hell!" Yeah. So, but, all right. <clears throat> okay. Well, all right. How do I? How do I? How do I drop this bomb? How do I drop, drop this bomb? Like all right. Come on. So, it's... to a couple of your points, Tyler. Okay, I'm gonna I'm use actually a couple of them, but for my own arguments or my own theories. And mm-hmm. as we usually preface on every episode, uh. We are no experts, and Jesus Christ is only six episodes in. So this is just fun speculation, and if we're incorrect, we're incorrect. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. I have no problem being wrong. And if we're white, we will throw it in all So continue. So so are we all in agreement that Wanda is not fully in control of this reality, even though she may be the one perpetrating it? Yep. Okay. Yes. I believe that Mephisto is behind this. I do think that is correct. I don't believe Mephisto is Evan Peters Mephisto. Uh, is is Mephisto. So I believe that mm-hmm. well there's actually two calls to Nightmare saying Nightmare and I think that's referring to the villain, the villain mm-hmm. Nightmare. And so mm-hmm. Hayward actually said Nightmare before mm-hmm. uh like mentioned Nightmare before. Uh he wants to end, wants this, to nightmare end this nightmare, and yeah. it was mentioned a couple times throughout. They're oh also it's God. also Halloween. Mm-hmm. It right. is Halloween. <laughs> there was actually a Halloween comic where all the Ooh. children turn into the monsters that they were dressed up as for Halloween, and there haven't been any children up Ooh. until this point in the show. As as what's his name Herb mm-hmm. said, he's like it's as if all of the kids just crawled out of bed at once or something along those lines. Because they weren't anywhere to be found. Even throughout the mm. time, everyone was saying for the children, but there were no children. Wow. So that's part of it, mm. even though I think that they're also referencing Billy and Tommy, but whatever. Uh, I personally think, so this is kind of out, out there, but in basketball, Gordon Hayward, I heard that they, they, they like, mm-hmm. someone made a comment about like him getting, like when he plays good defense, so one of the commentators one time said like something about how Hayward means protector of an area or land i think hayward is mephisto and one of the reasons why is after Mm. realizing how wanda doesn't have full control i believe that for example i don't think she was controlling those quote-unquote eastville cops that were on the outside because they're on the outside of the bubble right in the very second episode or third episode whatever it was i think right right hayward is Mephisto. So, I think, bro. Well, that well that bounces off the theory that I gave a few weeks ago. I I kind of agree. So that I also I can see uh, that there's also a callback to House of M 
whenever uh and to actually to <clears throat> Tyler's older points about how this is referencing House M a lot. Uh where there's I remember I think I think it was House M. If, if it wasn't then I am sorry, but I I remember specifically there was a scene or like a comic strip where it was Quicksilver and and Scarlet Witch sitting on a bed together and Quicksilver was basically mm-hmm. convincing Scarlet Witch to perpetrate this reality because, you know, people people have passed away. Why wouldn't you want to create your own thing? All this stuff. Right. There's there's a couple different like uh like I would say Easter eggs pointing towards uh a few different villains. Like uh Gr- what was his name? Grim Reaper. There's like a couple people that had had like Right. That that's bro Marvel. Even in the advertisement off, they had we saw yeah, they had the, had the nightmare for, reference. Yeah. We had mm-hmm. the Grim Reaper in the advertisement. We got the mm-hmm. demon spawned from hell. And Agatha so starts that's laughing thing. like also, a witch. Uh, that th- that was a point I was going to do do later a little later on, but since you just brought it up now, I think Agatha's faking. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she was under. I don't think that Vision did anything to her. I think she was faking it. Dang. I really do because on Halloween, okay. because on Halloween in the really? comics, that's that's the one night and I think in reality too. That's like the one night a year where the spirit realm is closest to our realm, and that was the time that she was able to uh, that uh, Agatha was able to conjure uh, a vision of herself and show uh, Scarlet Wish in the comic books. So I think, and if you remember, I believe mm. it's Endgame takes place in the beginning of October. This is supposed to take weeks, a couple weeks after. So this is, a, mm. I, I think this is immediately afterward, immediately afterward. So mm. yeah, there's, there's, there's like a bunch of things that happen in this episode. And I don't know where to like go from, from here to talk about. Oh, but... I've heard that theory before. I don't, I don't know. I you know there's a there's a theory I'm I'm hearing that I like a lot and that uh, I, I I think I agree with is that Agatha might be nightmare and um you know because first of all Agatha is, is such a kind of a give giveaway to Ag- Agatha Harkness from you know Agatha you think Witch that's from almost two obvious. comics um. It's too, I feel like it's too obvious too. And also, you know, Nightmare, his whole power, right, is, you know, to create this dream realm and replace other memories. That'd be fine. Right? With other memories, you know? And so, you know, Wanda has different memories than, than Quicksilver throughout the show. Also, she Agatha, or she she shows up just at the right time. The, the kids, uh, yeah. you know, are only growing around her. She's she's just always around at the right time. So I I I, I do think that she she See, very well could be nightmare. I'm still sticking with the with Quicksilver's Mephisto. I think I think I think Herb anything, is a nightmare but, but because he was, he was not a real person on their board when they were searching for people. So I thought either Herb was going to be nightmare. Or uh, Hayward was gonna be some was also Herb on the inside, and they were just gonna combine the nightmare because I believe Nightmare has like a skull on his mm. on his face. They've right? done that Imagine before in the comics and stuff. And in China, right? Uh, like their in their like culture, they don't they don't really they don't use skulls. Like people have to censor them or replace them. It's not it's not very common that that's allowed. So mm-hmm. I would see Disney as one of their biggest markets would m- maybe 
merge the two characters and have and have like in my opinion Hayward or Herb be those and I think Agatha is her witch self but I do believe that they either are all working like in cahoots or there is still yet another larger uh force out there because because who isn't That's isn't why, one yeah. of them supposed to be uh, the villain for Doctor Strange anyway? Isn't it wasn't it supposed to be like Grim Reaper think... or uh, Nightmare? So I think that. Well, I I heard I heard I had heard Nightmare, but I'm also hearing now. Yeah, I heard Nightmare, but I'm I still also think you know at the at the end of this could this could turn. See, Scarlet I think Witch she's being she's going to be getting framed for all this. So my my theory was that Hayward is Mephisto. They're purposely orchestrating this so that uh, the children grow up and become their comic book counterparts, and then they're able to flip it to be like, hey, look, we do not want mutants. This is why we don't want mutants. This is what they do. This is this. Like, that's That was my sort of thing, and I thought mm-hmm. that maybe once this bubble right. closes, uh, Evan Peters would gain all of his other memories right back because he, he wouldn't have them regardless from being brought mm-hmm. back, in my opinion, if whether it was Wanda controlling him, because why would she let him access a different life and be be outside of her own loop? You know what I mean? And also, uh, right. how how Hayward was talking to Wanda whenever she came out of the bubble, uh, and like and was talking so aggressively, like she was talking so aggressively to him, pointing the guns at him, and he was in how he was speaking to her in that moment. Yes, he acted scared, but he was acting at right before that as if he had control on the inside. And like he would terrorize the people on the inside right, right. Uh, if she were to do anything, so that that was kind of my mm. my logic. And also, I like with the whole seeing dead people thing. I'm just gonna throw all my stuff out there right now because while I'm on it, so I don't forget. I think yeah, that yeah. it also could be a possibility that I'm that the people inside the bubble are all dead. I think that they're possibly all dead, and that's even mm. why she's seeing them as dead bodies. Whoa. And I saw a lot. I think it was in the Spider-Man Three pictures. There's a lot of like missing children posters there, and maybe that's where the children came from. And they abducted them because, as we know, in in the Marvel universe, it is so incredibly difficult to bring somebody back from the dead. I don't think they really. I don't think they right. brought. I don't think they brought Quicksilver back from the dead. I think they plucked him from his from the Fox universe, put him in ours, and that will open the door right. to you know opening things up. Whether Evan Peters is Quicksilver came because uh, who knows? Xavier was uh, was was plugged in. I forgot what the the thing is called where you can see all the Cerebro. Maybe he's plugged in Cerebro. Cerebro. And Wanda's event was so massive on the scale that he was able to see it. And he maybe sent Evan Peters and he got wrapped up in everything like how it did or and he's like, oh, I heard you needed some help or something type of thing. Or or maybe Mephisto, some outside source, plucked him and placed him in that reality. But like I said, this is all kind of all over the place. But there's just so many different ways that this can go, as we've been talking about. And even your guys's uh, your guys's thoughts of Evan Peters' uh, Quicksilver being Mephisto, after hearing you guys speak about it, you could turn everything you said, uh, and it does sound like that that could be the case as well. So, you know what I mean? But there's just so much going on that right. it's so hard to nail down one thing. And plus, on top of that, I'm no. pretty sure that Gordon's exactly. first name, I can't remember, or, or Hayward, sorry, Hayward's first name. I said Gordon because of Gordon Hayward. Now I got Gordon Hayward on my brain. I can't remember right. Hayward's first name. But uh, somebody online like <laughs> rearranged it 
and uh, the letters in his name spell Hydra, his first name. So, yeah, just putting that. Whoa. Yeah. So. I didn't know that. But That's yeah, wild. there's there's some carpet bombs. You guys Tyler, what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, right, I'm going to yeah. build off what Zach just said, say. and I have a, a differing theory, but kind of like something I didn't even think about until you just said that, Zach, because <laughs> I'm I'm still sticking with Quicksilver as Mephisto, but what I think Hayward and I didn't even catch that about Hydra. That that's mind-boggling right now. Um, and as as we know with Monica Rambeau in the comics, she's Photon, you know, and how Darcy was talking about her molecular structure like changing from going in that reality. Mm, I think yeah. Well, first off, before I, I go into it, I forget. Did we ever see? Hayward go into the bubble or did he outrun it? Uh, no, he outran it. He outran it. He outran it. So, I kind of have a theory that he's just the regular, like, director of S.W.O.R.D. for now, but I feel like he may Mm -hmm. somehow later on either go into the reality or be affected and become a supervillain. Something like that. Like, that's a good theory as well. Obviously, there's nothing so far to support that, but uh, other than Monica Rambeau being altered, I think that it'd be crazy right. if we saw something like that, you know, where all these people are all of a sudden getting powers, like when they go back to reality somehow, and some of them may be dead, like Vision, you know, others, I don't know, it's just, it's insane going on, and I'm just going to uh, backpedal just a second, going back to, uh, what what's her name, who's doing the witch laugh with Vision? Uh, Agatha. Agatha, that's right. Uh, Agatha. Um, so with Agatha, yep. I do agree that I don't think she's influenced by anything because um, I, I think she was just mm. playing when um, Vision like did the mind, whatever, because nothing in this reality has affected her this far. Like when she broke character, when she goes, do you want me to take that again? And the kids grow. Then you know, next episode, right, Wanda right. starts doing all her magic and all this. And stuff also, and she killed like her nothing. dog. Yeah, she just right. murdered her dog for like no reason, right? At least no suspicion, yeah, no like, reason to us. So I don't think like nothing has we've seen has been affecting her thus far. So I think she's still not being like influenced by anything, and I think she's not who she appears, and that she was just acting with vision. I would agree, and she wasn't being. Legit. Yeah, regardless of but, if she's a witch or if she uh, has like something to do with it, whether she's nightmares or like that, I I would have to agree with you, Tyler. Yeah, she is a part of this somehow. Yeah, I just don't know who though. Like, like that, uh, crazy. And that's the thing. Uh, our theories could all be like one of our theories. Could I mean, be correct, but we just like had the incorrect pieces in the you know the pieces in the wrong spot. Right. You know, like we we're calling the wrong right. shots. Yeah. So yeah, it, I I could agree right. with that. Yeah. I think, uh, Tyler, you you mentioned the whole that Monica is changing. Um, I I really think that that's going to be that's going to be the introduction to to the mutants, you know, um, because she said X Y chromosome. I'm going to take that as that's Marvel's X gene, you know, um, or whatever that they're going to switch that into that, you know, because Marvel's always doing something different. Um, I like. You know, this idea that they're they're pulling Quicksilver from the Fox universe, but 
I don't know. I kind of think that that's going to be. He's oh, be I, the I, agree. Only I agree. One I agree. I agree. I think that in this because reality, he's, he's the, the only, only one that's necessary for he's for this fa- this facade. Exactly because that, he's the only one that had I a counterpart. That it could in the be MCU. such a good tie-in um, if at the very end of all this, like Charles Xavier shows up and was like, "Oh yeah, we we you know like 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 he's like, oh, Yo, it'd like, be phenomenal. We sent you it'd be for that purpose because we know." But that I, Wanda, I read it, right. Know, is gone crazy yeah um i mean it is very I'd be awesome i love it but like also i think patrick stewart earlier earlier this year said he met with kevin and kevin offered him to come back and he said no because he didn't want to ruin yeah. what he did with logan he was really happy with logan so i don't think i really you, you don't, don't think, think a younger one see any charles xavier or any i think all of no i think all of it's going to be recast i think this is the only person from the Fox franchise that we're going to yeah, see. Yeah, I agree and, with and that it, too. You know, that's all we need, really. They can Because we don't need to revisit the Fox franchise. They can now, with him and Wanda, you know, obviously all this radiation and all that, creating yeah. mutants in the MCU. See, I think that, you that know, yeah, we don't need to go back. That yeah. Mephisto, whoever it is, I think, like, whoever he may be, like, uh, you know, disguised as right now, is, like, you know, the one pulling the reins like for for that exact reason you know what I mean? right but, i don't know right and Austin, you actually brought up a good yeah. point that i forgot mm-hmm. to mention i was actually going to mention that earlier too is i do believe that this show um is going to introduce you know since x-men are in the fox and and all that kind of stuff um but i think that this is their way of teasing you know, mutants in the MCU is maybe this radiation she's right. getting off. Oh, you know, yeah, I agree, um, I agree. Opens that X gene, you know, yeah. and it's what basically increases it and allows their powers to, like, form. So I think Scarlet Witch may be responsible for mutants, and this is kind of their way it's, you know, and I th- Yeah, th- yeah. Th- sorry, I forgot, I forgot to finish my right. thing, Austin, I kind of died out. But yeah, I think, I think Mephisto's behind it for that exact reason, because I think that he's trying to frame her, like, as the bad guy so that mutants do get a bad rep since she's technically con- classified right. as one you know and mm. also i just want to put this out here i don't think monica right. has her powers right now i think that because i think that i think that once she oh, like no. to your guys point where like uh going into into the field changes you going in and out of it does you know what i mean like in and out um i feel yeah. like a lot of these characters are going to be one and done's going in and out of there and that's why they're not going to be able to get these powers but since monica is wanting to go back in once again after we already saw her cells going crazy before i think either her entering it or maybe her right. leaving it the second time if she, like when she does is what's going to be that final primer to finally give her the powers of a photon so yes you're right, especially for how big right. we saw her grow it at the end of the episode. Like how yeah, because at this like, rate, at this rate, it looks like off. she's they're gonna swallow up the entirety of like the tri-state area. Like you know what I mean? For real, man. Right? Yeah, she's yeah, she is ultra powerful at this point. You know. Um, also, Darcy's now. It left her handcuffs in that car. I was like, the, oh my god! In the house, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, bro, that was that was savage. See, I she's, love, I love. She's like, really, guys. She's, she's like, oh fuck. And then yeah. coming, she's just like, oh god. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Right. Oh my god. Oh man. I mean, 
the thing is, is I really feel at this point Marvel's, oh, Marvel's trying to throw everybody off the scent. When have we ever seen three, four villains in in one thing? I mean, it would be wild if they introduced them now and expanded on. But like, do you think? I don't know. I just I've never seen Marvel. Oh no, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll so I think what you're saying. My bad. I'm ahead. sorry. I have a bad habit of that. No, I, I, I was just gonna say I think I think I just really think they're throwing us off. They're you know, they're really trying to I mean the mention well, of four would it villains, would it you know, be out of the realm of possibility it's, it's where Mephisto or whoever's controlling this is also controlling a couple villains to get this job done? Like can we put that into perspective? Like they may not have to work together or you know what I mean, but that he could also in theory, like what's the difference? He's doing it to like a super powerful Avenger. Why couldn't he do it to one of these overpowered uh anti heroes or uh, right. So that that's that's kind of where where I'm at, and that's why I think there are, or could possibly be, all these characters actually, and they aren't messing with us because whether they're being controlled or willingly or unwillingly or going along with it after the fact, I think you know that could be it. And I also think this is a possibility to divide, um, to possibly divide uh, superheroes or mutants once again after this thing is kind of over. Because of how uh, Quicksilver is right. telling Wanda, like, hey, like, I think this is what you're doing here is, is good. It's impressive. Like, why wouldn't you want to live in your own Shangri-La? Shangri-La is also another reason why I think it could be that yeah. people in there are dead. Because, you know, but, uh, but yeah, and like I said, in the mm. comics, like, that's kind of what, what he did, too. Like, he was like, hey, like, we should do this. Like, you should create that, you know, reality if you can. Like, you, why not? You have the power. So... I don't know. It could be a very divisive thing, and I think that it could turn maybe. Yeah, it could. It could turn out that even the villains aren't necessarily the villains. We, like you know, they could be also controlled by whoever is doing this. So that would be wild. I mean, it, it, I, that would be so cool. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Just, it would be so unexpected for me because this is the darkest. This is yeah, the darkest Marvel so. has ever gone. Yeah, constant pain and, and death, and all bro. That, like, know, it's, like, it's a lot. It is a lot for for a Marvel, uh, you know, to put out. Right. Then goes, but hey, that was another great moment. Actually, I liked between Wanda and the the Fox Quicksilver was in, when they kind of start uh, talking and 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 uh, you know he's like, yeah, this is all really impressive and all that and but it's also just like a, a moment you know that they're sharing memories and and he said i think he says he remembers being shot and then he was there and she remembers emptiness and feeling nothing and all that so i thought that was an interesting moment for them you know to to kind of share a little a little deep thing about where and how it all started i agree for them and how they got to that point you know um I mean, I continue to think that this is that the, yeah, like and, one of the and best it is crazy that we have to say that ever. almost every single time they release like some media or content, but they just they just keep elevating. And right. uh, uh, to your point episode, yeah. that we were talking about earlier before this show, maybe if a, like a, someone like a James Gunn were to go and stay with a DC, they could be be on the level of Marvel if they had that that overall overarching like direction, you know, but. But you know Kevin Feige and all them like right. doing their thing, yep. man. It's it's hard to kind of compete. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. You know, and it's. I mean, oh yeah, eventually. I mean, DC will get. Be, it be honestly, if if, if uh, they'll, I can't they'll remember get it, but... if it was on your uh, the the Into the West uh, podcast, the comic podcast or not, but I somebody somebody brought up a great mm-hmm. point where if DC were to actually kind of get it together and release uh, a couple like Superman and Batman movies, whether they're to, they're paired together or not, it could it could easily come back to almost full power because I feel like the, this may be a hot take, but I'm all for toxic takes. Uh, I think I think Batman and Superman are more uh, well known and uh, more iconic than you know an Iron Man or a Spider Man just from you know just for how long they've been in the in the you know the foreground. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. And that doesn't really pertain right. to the Marvel conversation we're having. A little oh, off yeah. Topic, but I agree. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think Marvel's just so organ, But also, the thing is, is Marvel has this audience, right? They have this, like, family-friendly audience. You know, Marvel's kind of known to be meant for everyone. And... Yeah, as it, as the series progressed, I mean, things started getting a little darker with Doctor Strange. Yeah, you also have to grow with your audience, you know, too. But, like, still, I feel... Right. I But, like, I still feel like, you know, I can show oh, yeah, for sure. to to my kids, you know, or, you know, like, the average 10-year-old. Um, where Whereas, you know, that's what I think what's so shocking, I think, if, if they were to go so dark and make it with Mephisto or make it with, you know, all this stuff, House of M with WandaVision is, is just because it's like, it, it would be such, it would be such a surprise to me. It would make me feel great because obviously we're in the adult audience and the only R-rated MCU Marvel stuff yeah. we got was what, Logan and Deadpool. So I would love to see the MCU kind of dive into well, the more well, yeah. adult. And I think I think to your point content. as well. Like I think yeah. yeah, like they are like you said, like they've already started doing that. I mean, come on, Infinity War and Endgame, the whole preference, the whole like what you know, the whole story was, hey, half of life got wiped out. Right. You know. So, so, right. Yeah, so they, I, yeah, I, yeah, they yeah. they headed in that direction for sure. But for me, like the supernatural stuff and like the whole like if if this is does end up being the fist, I, I think that's just like that's a natural like a progression of what's level, coming you know, because that's... we have seen you know so many just how do we say uh, not basic superheroes, but you know like what 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 you would consider your standard superhero, you know, like the whole thing. Up until Doctor Strange, there wasn't much right. like conjuring or even thoughts of like magic, or, you know what I mean? Elements of that like wasn't like what the first thing yeah, you thought of yeah. whenever you thought like superhero. <laughs> Right. Well, I remember, you know, when I saw Doctor Strange for the first time, kind of starts out with that like yes. weird dark ritual, you know, wow. uh, of the of the bad guy, and I was like, "Whoa, this is dark." And I I, I remember just like from that moment, Crazy. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be my type of movie." Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Still, still um, the best. Yeah. Damn. To this day, Doctor Strange is still one of my. Oh, it's it's one of my favorites. Um, but, but yeah, I I think. Marvel, they're just it, – it's like you said. Any one of our theories could be right. Any one of our theories could be wrong. There's a million yeah, different directions that, six of, that this thing could go at MCU this point. Phase, I mean, phase four. So. 
Right, phase yeah. four, yeah. Three episodes, three episodes to go. I mean, it's it really is uh, Marvel... Marvel's not doing themselves. I mean, that what a, what a hell of a way. Wouldn't would, would you guys salad. agree that it's like, so unfortunate that uh, I mean, just from the pacing standpoint of WandaVision in the first two episodes, it turns a lot of people off to it. It's it's like it like, like I was oh, I was dude, talking that, I was talking to people and they're like, oh, like, that's I ridiculous. You know, but they'll back they'll in come because back. you know it was this this and this and I'm like I feel bad that I, I yeah I feel bad that I have to kind of push them in the direction really? of like, hey. It's okay if you don't know what's going on because nobody does. That's the fun of this show is like kind of getting it pieced together episode by episode. I mean, I never. I talked to some people that were like, "What was that? Those first two episodes that they didn't." But but they were I'm like, glad they did. I'm gonna keep watching, <laughs> you know, because I want to. So I, yeah, yeah. I didn't talk to anybody that were like stop um, watching, but yes, I did certainly talk to some people that were exactly. Like, what what what? But yeah, yeah just like, like, what nine nine ninety five um, million new subscribers oh, yeah. based on one division alone. So yeah. it's doing pretty well. <laughs> right, right, yeah. They're I, well, and also I think too. I, I think you guys think uh, ah, Mandalorian because yeah. or no Mandalorian in yeah. December, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Disgusting. Disgusting. Disney, bro. <clears throat> Disney. Um, I'm sorry for causing this to get off topic. Are there any other points of the episode you guys would like to cover? Because I know we did. I know, I know listeners at home as well. There are quite a few things we probably didn't leave out, but you know, like we said, this is we just recall what we can while we're doing this, and you know, but right, right, right. Tyler, I did, did you have, have anything else? Excuse me, I did have a couple um, more points. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just let's hear quick things, please. Um, before I dive back into the episode, um, I know you guys were talking about, you know, Marvel going dark. And I just want to go all the way back to the beginning of this episode of the podcast when we talked about the Snyder Cut and how some people didn't enjoy it being dark. But, I mean, and I don't mean to sound like a dick or anything, but <laughs> recent comics, right? DC is obviously way darker than Marvel. Right. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, um, right, exactly. So there's that. But I do also enjoy the fact of, seen Scarlet Witch, you know, becoming this villain, outrageous, and, um, you know, that they have to deal mm-hmm. with, and we'll see what happens. But um, a quick one more point I just wanted to make is, um, and I know we kind of talked about it, I forget if it was last episode or episode before last, um, of Vision coming back. And I know we've talked about Marvel killing off or resurrecting heroes, what have you. And I know originally, right. you know, his canon story in the MCU was um, he was built with the, what's it called, the vibranium and the artificial tissue with the, the Mind Stone, which created yeah. eventually Vision. But in the comics, he's a full cyborg. And we saw how far he climbed out of Wanda's reality before yeah. he started crumbling. So I do think it's possible. Right. Kind of like we, we saw in Wakanda, and I think you brought that up, Austin. Um, in Infinity War last episode um, that I think it's possible for them to create some sort of artificial mind chip and insert it into him and, and actually resurrect him for real this time instead of just Wanda's influence. Again, it may never happen. I'm just throwing right. it out there. I think it's a possibility because, again, he's a cyborg. Um, but I would love that. I love the character of Vision. I mean, what he can do, and I think he's a huge asset to just Marvel in general. 
Oh, absolutely. That was, you know, you know, interesting. Hayward does raise more like, why, why suspicions. Was, for why me was he tracking Hayward him? That, you know, he, did, he wasn't, wasn't trying why, to help Vision. Like, like, why, like, why was there a tracker Well, not only was he on tracking vision. him, but... Of, you know what I mean? And also, I have a question because I, I right. can't recall in this moment in time. Uh, is the, the, mind, the Mind Stones are gone, right? So Vision can't really exist outside of this reality, right? Oh, it's exactly, yeah, I exactly. I, I it's a lot, but uh, oh, dude, I know we're also just skipping so much too right now. Holy shit! But there's so much to think about. It's right. That's that's the thing, bro. Marvel, like that's that's the thing, bro. Every day we're gonna we're gonna continue to like catch something new, or see some article that, oh crap, we missed this, or you know whatever. I mean. That's that's the brilliance of of Marvel. I think is that they're able to create oh, for sure to get people to create these Absolutely. types of conversations. Star Wars. I mean, w- w- what other thing that you could <laughs> that we that okay besides Star Wars uh, that we can theorize this much on a weekly basis? I mean, literally, we ten twenty theories. You know, it's it's Dave Marvel really has. Yeah, you know, agree. they've got a form. I just want to say officially right now on the podcast, they're absolutely Kevin Feige, it. George Lucas, John Favreau, and Dave Filoni are gods amongst mere mortals. Just throwing that out there, dude. They're the four uh, horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking up and, the whole movie scene, <laughs> the whole entertainment industry. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will and, follow um, them. I just into, have one more point about this episode. Uh, if I may, just throw it in real wherever quick. they go. Um, go for it. You know, I did see a lot more House yeah, of absolutely. M elements in this episode, such as classic Vision costume and and Scarlet Witch costume. When mm-hmm. they there's even the um, Quicksilver costume was pretty pretty on point. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Quicksilver costume. The kids got their power. Yeah, they, I mm-hmm. mean, yep. and the kids' so costumes. On top of the fact that, and you know, like in the comics, when when Professor X tries to convince her this reality isn't real, your kids aren't real, all that. We saw what how like pissed she got and what happened when she found out Vision almost died. What's gonna happen if her kids get in danger? Mm-hmm. Like some craziness is about to go. Through. Mm. Or what if she can't take her kids mm. with them? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. She's gonna explode them up. This is why I have a theory, bro. Like it's a it's a it's a far 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 fetched theory. It's it's sorry, Zach, but it's comparable to Mace Window showing up. Wishful thinking. Of, uh, Mandalorian. You know, wishful thinking. I would love one of the three Spider-Men to show up at the end of this. She explodes the multiverse. One of the three Spider-Men shows up, and that leads us into That'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. our next multiverse thing, which is Spider-Man. I, I would not be mad at all. Yeah, I would. I would freak about that. Which also, I heard this. This I heard this week that like Tobey Maguire is like officially signed back, Let's go. signed on to Spider Man, and like in New York filming scenes. That's awesome. He also reactivated his That's Twitter kind of account insane. today for the first time since Great Gatsby. Wow! Wow! So that's been a so, yeah. Wow is wow is wow. <laughs> I yeah. did not know that. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, that would be one of 
I mean, here's the thing. This week, Tom Holland said that he doesn't, that they're not in the movie, Andrew and Toby, and that if they are, he doesn't know anything about it. Marvel, it's Marvel's kept a secret, which right. this wouldn't be the first time they've kept a secret from Tom Holland. A, <laughs> uh, and uh, and B, I mean, how remember how all of them were talking during Endgame that like they all got different well, even, scripts, even to be fair, George Lucas would do the same thing with films, different movies, scenes, and, and like allow. Uh, certain actors to be around for certain scenes and they would film right. fake scenes on purpose to throw them off. So I could, I could, I could see that happening. Right. Exactly. So I, it, yeah, it, I could, I could very well see that, that they're, yeah, that Tom won't know. Maybe that'd be maybe amazing. Saving it till the end for him that, you know, he does his scenes with them. <laughs> oh, there's plenty uh, of time. He's got like time. another. And that's also plenty of time left. to, uh, so, film without him. <laughs> oh, plenty. Um, also, a credible source Ooh. heard that Willem Dafoe was spotted on set. Ooh. So, bring me back the original Goblin. Um, yes. Yeah, but lo- lots of Marvel. 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 Uh, Marvel. All hail um, Marvel. Uh, I will say that you guys actually um, had um, me thinking of Spider-Man yeah. earlier um, in the podcast when you were talking about WandaVision mentioning four different villains or hinting at least at four different villains. And that got me thinking of the Sinister Six, which I'm excited for. If that's the main focus of Ooh, right, yeah, you search very well down. if they could do something. Oh, I just can't wait. Too much to to even contain excitement for. You can't even contain excitement. It's bound to get out eventually because there's just so much good stuff coming. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, it's... yeah for real. It's gonna be. It's a good year to be a Marvel fan, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's gonna do it for uh, for today's show. Um, like I said, we're super excited to be as having well as, uh, uh, Sean O'Connell on in the next few weeks. Uh, joining us also on that podcast is uh, Donovan Fulmer from our friends over at Into the West Comics. Go give them a follow on Twitter and on YouTube. Subscribe to their channel. They have some great, great, great content. Uh, we're really excited to have Donovan over uh, over on our show, um, interviewing Sean with us. Um, anything? Uh, and then also, I think Zach, you're uh, you're starting. Yes, your indeed, own. I do. You've got, so you've got your own a, podcast coming you know, out. Not not necessarily related to uh, to comics or all things uh, nerdy that we do enjoy, but I am right. a pretty pretty avid sports fan. Um, I'm a pretty big right. fan of uh, basketball and football uh, and you know, international uh, football, soccer. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I don't – just like uh, just like <laughs> how this podcast has opened up an avenue for me to kind of have an outlet to talk about, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, DC, et cetera. Uh, I thought it was about time, you know, we have, I have one for sports. So my, my, yeah. my good friend, my good friend uh, Chazzy K, as well as my, my good oh, friend uh, Josh Alande, we are starting the uh, Stat Daddy podcast. Uh, yes. So we are, uh, we are, we are, uh, we are going to be, uh, debating, discussing and analyzing, uh, at least, at least in the beginning, beginning for now, uh, mostly this current NBA season, uh, giving our thoughts, uh, like breaking down teams, seeing how everybody is stacking up this season. Uh, we do get in depth and we will eventually start branching off into sports betting, giving you our picks because we, 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 we do, we do be making that some, some bread off of this. And for, Ooh. for, 
for anybody who's a, a, a avid fantasy uh, yeah, fantasy yeah, sports yeah, fan, yeah, we will sure. be your desi- number one destination for fantasy uh, anything, tips, tricks, uh, drafts, all that. So yeah, be sure to uh, to stay tuned and uh, yeah, keep a lookout for the Stat Daddy podcast coming soon. Dude, I love it. I love it. I probably won't ever be on. No, we can do. I like we, sports, we can, but I don't know we that can, much about it. No, yeah, I'll say we can. Will, we can discuss. I will uh, say, uh, Cowboys. You know, Cowboys. being being fans of a failing franchises once football season, uh, <laughs> football season c- turns around. Because on the right. Stat Daddy it, podcast, it that, is not just that, all about the sports. It is I also about to. the banter and the smoke. We want all the smoke all the time, and we will be having guests that aren't necessarily just. Uh, sports fans, we will also be having, uh, maybe this is giving me a little too much, but hey, this is what happens when you listen to the Comic Nerd Rave podcast. You get the first insights. Uh, we will be having uh, athletes, uh, musicians, and as well, as well as many other content creators coming on as well. So Ooh. be sure to be on the lookout. And I appreciate you once again, Austin, for allowing me to... Uh, Love it. Thank you. Dude, of course, of course, I love it. Um, of course, yeah. Well, that's gonna that's gonna be all for for me. Uh, definitely tune in, keep uh, keep listening, and uh, super excited about uh, what's coming in the coming weeks. Give us a follow again. We're on Twitter at nerd underscore rave. Have a good and, one. Uh, and yeah, thanks Peace out. for joining us, and we'll see you next week.